Meeting the people in your community. Here's Lisa Kay with Talk of the Town. An unexpected cancellation and an expected guest turns into a surprise for Talk of the Town today. Jessica Potter coming in once again to join me on Talk of the Town. How are you? I'm wonderful. This was a wonderful little surprise. I know. Well, thanks for agreeing to stay. You were in the building. I had a cancellation this morning. And so we thought, oh, let's talk to Jessica. Because she's always got something going on. And I did talk with you on my morning show over on Minnesota 100 a little bit about um, the tours that are coming up this weekend. And we're all looking for something to do with beautiful mm-hmm. weather. Mm-hmm. Let's right. hope. Let's hope it doesn't actually rain. It's going to be fine. We had a little rain overnight into the morning time. So we should be. Let's hope. I'm going to say we're going to be good, right? We're going to be good. Um, but you are doing tours of good counsel mm-hmm. with the Blue Earth County Historical Society. And yeah. That, yeah. This Saturday and Sunday. This Saturday and Sunday. We are so excited. This is a, a, a really rare opportunity. It was an opportunity for us um, that is a rare opportunity, but it's also for this community to be able to uh, take a tour of this beautiful campus. Um, Many of us have probably been up there for one reason or another. Maybe it's just for the chapel. Um, But to be able to navigate through um, the the complex, which is actually made up of five buildings that are connected, um, is, is something unique and something special because that building, that campus was built to be a convent and to be a, a high school for young women. Mm. And so there was not a lot of public spaces. And then that's not what it was. It's not its original purpose. It was mm-hmm. not originally built to be a public gathering space. And so, but of course, over time, um, there have been spaces that have been open to the public. Um, and so we have experienced different aspects of it as a community. But um, this is a rare opportunity to really navigate through all five buildings and to learn the history of the buildings. And and the great thing about it, I mean, over a hundred years, um, they've been on that on that hill. Um, the the first building was built in 1912 or opened in 1912, and um, the most recent building was built in 2003. Uh, but a court, you know, things have changed so much, right? You know, and, and so you know, a building that was built to have dormitories is now a building that has this or that, and mm-hmm. so you know, it's, it, as we go through, it's that's been the interesting thing. Uh, working with uh, Sister Mary Kay Ash, who's the historian up there. Oh. Um, and she will be like, she'll walk through and she goes, well, that was this and this and this. And now we use it as this. And it was like, okay, what was that again? Yeah, and so, write that down. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's just been a fun opportunity to work closely with them, to learn the history, to be able to um, then translate that into a walking tour um, that we can share with the public. Okay, so tell me a little bit about how this works as far as uh, when we heard about the sale of the land. I know a lot of people were upset about mm-hmm, that because yep. it is such a staple to the community. It is. Um, what does the Historical Society do? do? Do your antennas immediately go up and go, okay, wait a minute, we need to get in there. It did, it did. And it was similar, it's really um, a similar concept that we had with the post office tours last year. Yeah. um, Because we knew that this was an opportunity to see a building or see a series of buildings in its last use, Mm -hmm. its most recent use, before it has a new use. Right. Um, And so that's where, that's kind of that, that moment that brings us in to say, okay, let's, 
let's at least put a little guidepost in to say, okay, this is up from 1912 to 2023. This is how this space has been used. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be another chapter. And that's the beautiful thing about historic buildings. There's other chapters that come later. And um, and so we we won't be talking about anything that's the next chapter because we don't know what it is. Well, we're a historical society, right? right? So we're, we're looking back. We're looking back. We're putting a, a stake in the ground for 2023 and we're looking back. Um, and, you know, as time unfolds, um, it, more information will come out and, and when it is supposed to come out from the new developers. But for right now, I think I can confidently say working with the, with the sisters, with, the, with Sister Mary Kay Ash and Sister Mary Kay Gosh, um, <laughs> that they, they chose who was going to be the new owners. And so that should give us all peace. Oh, good. You know, because they have, that's that's their home. Right. You know, it's like if you get to pick who buys your house when you move away, mm-hmm. think of it that way. And so there's some good, they have put a lot of thought and care into what is going to, what the plans are for next. And so just talking to them gave me peace to know we're going to be okay. This this is a beautiful space. We are not going to have the, none of these buildings are going to get torn down, um, you know, unless there's some structural issue that they have sure. to. I mean, obviously, we've been seeing that in the news lately, but um, not here. Let me just rephrase that. No. <laughs> Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, and Rochester, but not here. Not here. Um, so it, it's um, yeah, it, it was. It was that moment to go. Okay, hey, this is our window. Let's let's see what we can do, and we approached them and asked them if we could partner and they took it up their chain of command and we got permission to be able to partner with them to put these tours together. How long ago did that happen? Um, Everything happens fast. Um, So really, I think we had our first conversation back in April. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, we wanted to wait until the announcement was made um, because we didn't know really what their window was going to look like. Um, And so we, yeah, we contacted them back in April and we were able to put things together pretty quickly. There are still people living and working there, correct? Correct. Correct. And they are, there will be people on that campus until um, into July, potentially end of July. And even after that fact, there are um, school sisters of Notre Dame that will be remaining in this community. Okay. They, they do great work in this community. Mm-hmm. It's not tied to these buildings. It's the great work they do. And so they will be remaining in the community. They just will not necessarily be living in the apartments that they've been living in. Right. And so when, what have you learned? I don't want to give the whole tour away here on Talk of the Town, of course, but what have you learned um, in your talks with the sisters about the way that the building was used? I didn't realize that it was a high school. Now, was it a residential high school? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was. So um, it was a residential high school. So and it was a so it was a boarding school. Okay. Um, So in the tour, we'll refer to that. This is the dining room for the boarders. So it was a boarding school, but it also um, there were also local girls that would attend there. And so they would just go to school and then they'd go back home. But there's some girls that that came here to go to school and then they lived on that campus. Okay. So there were dormitories on the campus. And then it was so that was one piece. And then it was a convent. So it was a place where young women were training to become sisters. And so that was a whole piece. And then there were, of course, there was a space where um, sisters lived. 
um, and worked. And they're, the mission of the School Sisters in Notre Dame is education. Mm-hmm. And so they were living there, working there, uh, running the school. They were um, helping with other Catholic schools in our area. That's really how they got to um, Mankato to begin with, is back in the 1860s, they were um, brought to this area to help with Catholic education. And so then it was by 1910 that they wanted to have their own space. And um, they were able to have that be part of this community. Were they able to share with you photos or documents or anything like that? Have you taken a look at anything? So I have seen some photos of theirs, but we have had photos getting donated to the Historical Society. And I just got a passed along through our curator i just was able to see about six photos really early and oh my gosh everything that i have been picturing in my mind now i can see a photo of it okay. and it's just it it's it's pretty neat i mean for me it's it's you know i'm a total history geek if you haven't heard me on the radio before <laughs> hello i'm a history geek um and so to be able i i, I love the history of place um, and I know that place, there's so much history there. Um, and so to be able to see these photos and then to be able to stand in that space and go, wow, this is what was here 100 years ago. Yeah. You know, and so that's what's so special about um, the place and about this tour. Um, and I have to tell everybody that it is a historic walking tour. Um, so we are going to do a lot of walking. We're getting a lot of steps in um, and we're literally walking some steps because we have to go between multiple levels. It's only one hour. So think about trying to go through five buildings in one hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you can't. We cannot see it all. So we're going to see the highlights. Um, and this is a great opportunity for us. So we're going to be happy with what we have. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it's um, it's yeah, it's a walking tour. It's uh, about an hour, hour, 15 minutes. Um, wear your walking shoes. Be prepared to do some steps. We don't have access to elevators. So, um, yeah, it, but it's it's going to be worth it. Right, right. Just an awareness of the, the handicap accessibility of the tour. Right. It, there really isn't mm-hmm. um, because of the way that we're coming in and out of the building um, buildings. We're using steps and then to get to different levels, um, we have to take stairs because elevators don't always match up with the floors because sure. you have buildings that are getting connected. So if you think about any buildings that get connected, you have, you know, your second floor and then the next building, (laughs) your second floor is up a few steps. You know, it's they're not they're not perfectly connected. So um, unfortunately, this is really not um, a handicap accessible tour. And um, we apologize um, profusely about that. But this is just the way that we could make it happen in a short amount of time. Jessica Potter joining us on Talk of the Town today to talk a little bit about the tours that are coming up at Good Council this weekend. There are two days of tours, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, the groups, the they're limited to the amount of people that can sign up. Some of the groups are full already. Mm-hmm. Tours are um, start at 10 a.m. Um, on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., meaning the last tour leaves at 3. And then on Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And um, the tours are every half hour. We can only have 15 people per tour um, because we have to keep everybody contained. Um, and in a group, we can't just wander the building. We have to respect that there are still living and working on that campus and so we have to stay together as a group and um yeah i feel like i'm talking to kindergartners i apologize (laughs) i won't make anybody hold hands i promise um but stay together as a group and then we take off on our tours every 30 minutes and so 
um, you will want to buy your tickets ahead of time um, because you will be picking the time that you're going on your tour. If you show up at the door, um, we can't guarantee that you can get in on the next tour. There may not be spots. Um, You may have to wait a couple hours before you can get in on their next tour. So I really, really highly recommend. Um, We also are... Um, we only have about a third of the tickets left. So if you are interested in coming, you know, there is a good chance, fingers crossed, that we sell out and mm-hmm. that you will there. We won't have that opportunity, but maybe down the road we'll have another opportunity later. But right. this and, is it. This yeah. is all we know. And so. the tickets, how much do they cost? And are there discounts for anybody or is it just a, a flat fee? It's a flat fee of twenty five dollars. Um, we I think that there's some kids that would appreciate the tour. But remember, it's a historic walking tour. And so if you have little ones and strollers and stuff like that, we're really not going to be able to accommodate that. Um, and we need to stay in a group. So right. even if um, well, she's not listening, even if you have a 14 year old who has a meltdown, um, <laughs> you know, you can't necessarily leave the group and like go contain yourselves and, and move on. So um, so it's not recommended for little kids that maybe don't have the ex- attention span right. for it. Um, but we don't have a kid's rate. It's $25 per person. Um, and the money that is raised for this will stay with the Historical Society to promote our educational um, uh, projects that we do with the community. So sure. we're kind of just passing it forward with um, School Sisters' Mission of Education and the Historical Society's Mission of Education. Well, speaking of education, what is one of the things that you that surprised you the most about learning about how a space was used or recognizing that, oh, I didn't know they needed this, but there it is. My favorite um, by far, and I totally geeked out when um, when I got to go on the tour myself, um, was the gymnasium, which is under the chapel. Really? (laughs) Now, I've been in the chapel. The chapel is beautiful. It is. It is. I didn't realize there was a gym underneath there. There's sorry. a gym and an auditorium, so a gym oh. and a stage. Um, and they the the Good Council Academy was the name of the the high school for the girls. Um, they were they did prolific um, plays. They they did huh. I mean tons of plays, and so that's how the stage was used. Wow. And then you've got the gym where you know you have no sidelines. That's so cool. you play basketball and everybody's just like on top of each other. And um, I think that. You know, when you're in the chapel, you're just reminded of it being a very sacred space. And then when you're down in the gym, <laughs> you're reminded that it was a high school for girls. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about it. It's that combination of that. It just it makes it I don't know. I don't want to say it makes it real, but it just, you know, makes it different. Right. And when else are you going to be able to get into these spaces? Exactly. Right? Like you're probably exactly. never going to get to see this stuff again. So twenty five dollars <laughs> if you want to buy a ticket and reserve your time. Uh, the website is the best place to go. Yep. Go to blueearthcountyhistory.com. Um, you will see it pop right up to take the tours. Click on that. The key is that it will take you to another page and there will be a calendar on the right hand side. You need to click on your date, either the 10th or the 11th, and then it will give you a list of times that are available for your tours. All right. So go there. You can get it all taken care of and then you're guaranteed a spot on the tours for Good Counsel historic walking tour this Saturday and Sunday. You might even run into me. Ooh, mm-hmm. She could be your tour guide. Who 
knows? <laughs> I know that you have other things coming up. Um, speaking of tours and, and ways to keep us busy this summer, not this weekend, it's next weekend is the cemetery tour? Right. So uh, we um, will launch this on June 15th. This will sound a little familiar because you took advantage of this when we did Minneopa Cemetery. It was so cool. We are going to do the same concept with Glenwood Cemetery. So what it is, it's a um, kind of an audio visual tour. Um, it's self-guided. Um, so you will buy your ticket and I'm putting air quotes around that because what it is, is actually it's a link that will take you to an audio visual tour. And so you will do your self-guided for, um, we'll, we'll have it open from June 15th to June 30th. And you will, anytime you want, you just head out to Glenwood Cemetery and it will guide you to a few different um, headstones and tell you the history of the people that were there and maybe some photographs. Um, and so you'll be able to do all of that on your smartphone. And so a great way to, um, you don't have to worry about the weather, you don't have to worry about, oh, shoot, I'm going to be gone. I can't do that. You will have a whole two weeks to be able to take advantage of this self-guided Glenwood Cemetery Tour. I will say that the Minneopa Cemetery Tour that we did like that was really, really well done. Thank you. So I'm just assuming it's the same way. We learned a lot about the people, mm-hmm. about the families, and some mm-hmm. of those families are still in town here. Oh, yes. And there's some really... Um, so I did a podcast about some of the women in medicine um, and uh, on our Surrounded by History podcast. And one of those women is Lida Osborne and Lida is at Glenwood Cemetery. Oh. So, you know, for me, it, it's just like, oh, there's Lida. OK, I don't know her because she but was. But you feel like you do. I do. Right? She was she was a doctor in the 1900s, early 1900s. But still, um, it's, you know, it's kind of it's a neat to be able to just you know see their name and then to learn their story mm-hmm. and so now that that is something that you said you have a couple of weeks to take part in um, when are we going to be able to purchase those downloads or purchase those yep. you will be able to purchase your or reserve your seat if you want to call it um, now they're available on our okay. website you can purchase that right now and then on June 15th the link um, will be sent out to you and you can do the tour whenever you would like holy cats so what else are you going to keep us busy with this oh my summer? gosh there it's just a busy summer I mean yeah. you obviously the Hubbard house right, right. Um, visit the historic RD Hubbard house if you haven't been there since third grade you need to go back mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful historic house museum. Um, it really tells us that story of how um, there was a class division in 1900. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know it historically speaking, but you see it here. You see how how the captains of industry and the upper class in Mankato were living at the same time that you had people living in cabins. Right. And and so you're seeing that combination. And um, there's also a lot of innovations. Um, turn of the century is when we have a lot of innovations and the progressive movement, industrial um, revolution. And so you're seeing the interior um, uh, bathrooms that are inside mm-hmm. um, plumbing and heating and <laughs> air conditioning, or not air conditioning, but telephones. So you're seeing all of that technology and, and Hubbard's house was one of the first ones in our community to hold those um, early technologies. So um, it's a pretty neat thing. It's fun to go with kids because you can ask them, hey, where's the TV? Hey, where's the, <laughs> I mean, even at this time, where's the radio? Because right. we're representing 1905. Um, and so it, it's and then they always enjoy the story about the chamber pot. 
I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Especially if they're the youngest in the family. I know. And if nothing else, get there and walk around because the gardens, oh, which the are gardens. a city park, is absolutely beautiful. They're, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I almost forgot, we have a new exhibit that's going to be opening on July 1st. Oh, what's that? It's on music and memories. And it is all looking at the music scene in Mankato Whoa. from the 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s. Um, we're working with uh, your co- old colleague, I shouldn't call him old. Your uh, <laughs> previous colleague um, that ran this program for years, Pete Steiner, yes. is working with us. And oh my gosh, it um, when you when you hear him describe that time period, it's mm-hmm. magical. And well, so, he's kind of magical anyway. He is. He, he really is. is. So this is going to be a really fun exhibit to explore the music scene of this community um, at that really prime time. And some people that went off went on to you know be huge in the music industry Mm -hmm. all started right here so um, that's going to be a fun exhibit that opens on July 1st we'll look forward to hearing more about that on another talk of the town until then uh, we can get more information about anything we talked about here on your website exactly blueearthcountyhistory.com and then check us out on Facebook there's a ton of information on our Facebook page as well always a good follow Jessica thank you so much for hanging out with me today thank you certainly appreciate it we'll see you this weekend All right, sounds good